hey. Max, I'm excited. Yeah, you sound excited. You just yelled really loud. You know why? <laughs> why? We're, doing, we're making a second attempt at a, a top second five attempt, list. A second attempt at a top five. But you know what? We're perfectionists here. Exactly. At the Max we and Tony Show. make no list until yeah. all the assessments are in. And we are going to bring you our, our top five of 2018. And we're going to do it pretty quick because we only got 30 minutes. So... The our top movies are pretty simple because we share four of the same movies yeah. and, and TV shows because we put those into the same category. Yeah, I mean the best filmmaking yeah. of the year. So we only have two different ones, and your different one was Widows. Yeah, which that I thought too. just have you seen it? I don't know. Any, I don't yeah. know anything about it. Tell, what's the? It's Steve McQueen made this movie. film. Oh, okay, okay, and. It is absolutely a thriller that you don't see coming because there's a couple of twists. It was shot right here in Chicago, and the cast is just top flight. Yeah. It's Liam Neeson, Robert Duvall, Colin Farrell, Michelle Rodriguez. That's what I'm wondering. Did and it do well at the box office? And good it reviews? didn't do bad at the box office. It got great reviews, and... Uh, Mostly because it was energetic and, you know, it's the closest thing to an action film. Uh, it is an action film. Yeah. And uh, it is laden with all kinds of Chicago politics and betrayal and all yeah. that. There's all a that cool scene stuff we with love. the cool kids in it. I've seen some of it. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't watch the whole thing, though? No, and, no, uh, no. Um, yeah, it's incredible. That's yeah. Cool. So, so what, what was your what was your number my five? my different yeah, yeah my different was uh, Glow season two. Yeah, you like that more than I do. Yeah, and you know uh, I just I there's, I love Mark Maron in it. There's something about it that's becoming a pretty good actor. Yeah, I'm just, he is. yeah. There's that, and then just the cast. Just like you know, this is there's something that really pisses me off about like movies like oh Ocean's Eight or oh. The Ghostbusters, it's like, oh, you're going to take these unoriginal ideas and yeah. just replace them with a female cast. That's and, kind the, of, and the cast a, is always 31 flavors. It's, it's, the, it's you know. really an insult to just the idea that, yeah. you know, oh, women are in Hollywood. It's like, yeah, but they're just being used as these like old, outdated, like Tropes. male yeah. ideas. And this show is original. Yeah, and and powered with great. I love the first season. They kind of, I love it. They kind of lost me the second yeah. season. They haven't it now. I don't know, man. I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, I I do like the first season a little better, but there's an episode totally dedicated to the show. Yeah, like, like they made a whole gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Like they actually made a fake television show and oh, just cool. made it. The entire episode. Well, it's like I love, four by three video. Yeah, you know they shot on old cameras yeah. and stuff. What yeah. I do love about the show is or that it, like it isn't a bunch of like models pretending to be uh, women wrestlers. They're all different kinds of body types, all different kinds of uh, of people. Yeah. You know, and and it, it really uh, it gives you a diverse group of really really interesting women and yeah. really funny women. And really thoughtful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It passes that litmus test of you have two women on screen that are not talking about a man. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. that, like, yeah that happens it, a lot. Yeah. Or, or talking about a man uh, rightfully is 
a fucking annoyance, which yeah. is what most of the men in that show yes. are. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I do. I do like Glow. I will catch up with more of the second season. I watched the first couple, and then I started watching something yeah. else. Yeah. Well, on to um, Huey is barking, but uh, on to our next pick, which is is basically we picked the same four movies. So, uh, White Boy Rick. You know what? I didn't see it until it made it to cable. Yeah. And man, I kept, and I kept telling you about I it. I know. You were right. You were right. I was wrong. Yeah. And boy, how great is McConaughey? Him? And how good is and the that, main kid who plays young Rick? man. Yeah. And then and the woman who plays his little sister. Yes. Yes. Um, really good. Beautifully acted. Shot in Detroit. Gritty as fuck. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. kind of heartbreaking. You know? I mean, really... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You really feel the gravity of uh, the kind of hopelessness and despair and poverty that these people are trying to fight their yeah. way out of any way yeah. they can, and the unfair, like, like little like cat and mouse game that like the, yeah. like the federal government plays. Yeah, in that, yeah, in that and movie. The, they're just like just watching, just watching them, and just absolutely it's just, using yeah, people as so absolute uh, uh, toolbars and, and levers yeah. against each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it, it it's they show you an ugly world in a very humane way. Yeah. And I was amazed just how moved I was by it. Yeah. Yeah, it it kind of is marketed as this like, oh, it's this funky little movie and it's yeah. like I think it should have been marketed a little more seriously and I think it's a better I think it movie been, than Blow. You know, which I thought I, was an interesting I, movie. I I don't know about that, but Oh, I do. I but, it's a better film. But it's good. I I like the film a lot. I watched it because both of you yeah, could yeah, not yeah, stop yeah. talking about it. it. You guys liked it a lot. I will say, and I love Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's I think he's one of the best actors in Hollywood right now. Yeah, he went from being like a himbo to being this phenomenal actor. actor yeah. you know? and, I, and I think he was good in that in White Boy Rick. I think he was miscast though. I don't. I, I, he, I bought him. He was I bought not, him from the moment he opened his mouth. To me, he was not believable as a poor Detroit working class guy. I bought him be, all the way because I, I and not because of his performance. I just he's too good looking. I think they should have. Uh, they grimed him up though. You know, he looked kind of shitty. I mean, he looked. He looked like he had some city miles on. Him. I just think he was miscast. I, that's that. That's my only complaint with him. I think he still Do did a good job. Every every urban kind of hillbilly drug dealer is like ugly no no not in any way shape or form and you know there are plenty of um you know bad characters or drug dealers or whatever that are attractive people as well yeah. too yeah remember real that life? remember that mugshot years ago of that really handsome guy and everybody with was the blue his crazy. eyes yeah, blue, yeah, 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 he, was yeah. Like, he was factually just handsome it's yeah. just like he yeah. was genetically yeah. i just i'll tell you what blessed. i do think the best performance in that film is by the young woman who plays Matthew McConaughey's daughter and white boy, white boy Rick's little sister. And yeah, I, I feel ashamed that I'm not can't you know, remember her name. her name. Yeah, she was fantastic. She, you yeah. know, she disappeared into that role, and honest to God, you bought it. She's you know? great. She was great. Yeah, I mean, really remarkable. Yeah, and then the other, the other supporting, like uh, the kid who. He's in. He's in. Her name sh- is Belle Powley. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's going to be. She's going to have an astonishing career. She's yeah. very gifted. There's a kid from that show who, which I didn't get to the second season of, actually. So it's not going to make this list of I'm. I'm dying up here. It made last year's list. Yeah, I didn't, you I like didn't it wa- more I than I, I do. Wa- I didn't watch the second season, so I. 
I'm telling you. I don't I, know. I liked. I, uh, I liked. I think I liked it as much as you did. But um, I, I think it was badly written. But uh, but there's the, a kid. No, but there's a kid from that show in this movie. He's <clears throat> he's pretty yeah. good. He's kind of white boy Rick's like pal pal. Yeah. Um, the guy who uh was in Atlanta who plays the cop like the heavy set yeah, yeah. he's awesome in yeah that. he's very good oh I'm, I, but i don't know their names so i'm doing them a huge disservice right now i should just i should just we should just give these guys the service real quick and yeah just check give out the them shout outs real quick yeah but, we got a yeah. mbd but i i am db and he still doesn't know i am db and oh, i'm on it and jennifer jason lays in it and she's in white boy Rick. She's awesome. oh yeah, yeah she's fantastic. she's awesome she's great um, in everything she does yeah she's a great actor the, i always get the feeling oh, she's nuts though I brian mean, take one look brian tyree henry he's, the she's guy. he's an actress right yeah um he was awesome the sister was bell Pauly. yeah yeah she I just was, said that yeah great yeah sorry i'm and uh who's white boy rick yeah what's the actor's name richie Merritt. yeah well he's wonderful he was great yeah he was great can he do anything else past this (laughs) oh yeah yeah he's gonna gonna do fine i'm joking um so So white so white boy rick everybody seems to have liked that one so what what was the next on your list okay yeah uh, yeah um roma I love Roma. We both loved Roma. You know, and, and at first, part of what I love about it is the way it was shot. Yeah, oh, like of course. If it doesn't win Best Cinematography, there's something there's no wrong. no justice in the there's world. There's something yeah. wrong. But I, when I, after it was done, I initially, I didn't know what to think of it. It was so yeah, sad. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it, it brings... It brings up a lot of feelings. I, I, almost, mean, I, I almost didn't like it. I almost didn't like it. I was like terrified it. at that one scene in the ocean. There, I, was, I was terrified. There's that. that. Yeah. But um, you know what? There's something about that that, that well, is really disintegra- great. Yeah, it's it, about the disintegration of a family. Well, and it, it's, that... There's a... Uh, and also... Some, but there's redemption these, in there. Yeah, yeah. You spend enough time you know, with this family that you really care about these people. Yeah. You know? Um... And the young woman in the lead, uh, Yulitsa Aparicio, yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah, but there's just something so, and I don't mean to spoil anything, but if you haven't seen Roma, whatever, I, I don't care to spoil it. There was something so sad about the ending, yeah. in a way where she's yeah. still working for this family. Yeah. And like the kids are sweet, but it's like, yeah. but the mom is like off. The, the dad's yeah. an asshole. So... Well, the dad disappears. So, He's a so dick. What, and, are the, uh, what are the kids really clinging on to? Yeah. You know? And it's, it's just... It, it, I think it, this is based it, on Alfonso Cuarón's... Even though it ended on this beautiful shot and this yeah. kind of optimistic feeling for yeah. some reason in, in that scene. I got scene, the feeling they were going to make it. It was bleak all in Alfonso Cuarón uh, modeled this after his own housekeeper. He grew up in a wealthy family. Mm-hmm. In Mexico, and this woman was based on somebody that helped raise him. So, I mean, the one thing you got the feeling is that this was a deeply personally felt film. Oh, well, it was a... And God, it's beautiful to look at. I mean, you can't... And there's actually some really funny shit in there, like when the guy starts doing all the kung fu shit naked, you know, it's... it's, Well, 
Yeah, but there was something kind of sad about that yeah. too. <clears throat> yeah, you that knew. actually really saddened me. He had. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, the 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 highest tribute you can pay Roma is it's one of those movies that made you genu- genuinely feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. in rare short supply. So yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was astonishing. Yeah, it was it it was deep, simple, but just oh man, just. I, I haven't watched it yet. Fascinating. Oh, it's I, all I, good. I read this amazing review of it, and I was like, I am not ready for that emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. I'm like, I, yeah, I mean, I there's some, there yeah. are things that I need re- to wait. <clears throat> there are things about it that do resonate with you if you've ever had any kind of the same kind of experience. And, uh, and they make you feel the gravity of those decisions, those untetherings, those... Uh, you know, vicissitudes of being alive, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You know. On to the next one? Yeah. Oh. A Star is Born. Yeah. And it you're cracked right. your top five. What do you know? You were right. I loved it. Um, not the least of all because the great Sam Elliott finally got a nomination. It's long overdue. He should have gotten one last year for Hero. And uh, just one of the the finest, most durable, memorable, poignant uh, character acting yeah. people in the history of movies. I know we did an Oscar thing. Got an Oscar nomination. I already know we did our Oscar thing, but I still, like, just an update, I still think Bradley Cooper's going to win. Even though the, sign, the signs are pointing to... Uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I mean he's getting all the douchebag yeah. awards like the but Golden Globes I just and the think, Emmys. Eh, eh, eh. I just um, think I just think that that always kind of changes things when someone wins both of those and they're just kind of like, okay, he's got those. I really think Bradley I, Cooper. Should maybe win I'm it. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe I, he's I'm gonna a, win it. I'm agreeing but, with you, by the way. But I think Bradley Cooper. Should I think win he. It. I think he is gonna win it, but also. I think he should win it because it's like after all these months, like this came out in October. Yeah. After all these months, I'm still convinced that he's the best actor. And after all the the, the movies I've seen, I am too. You know what I what really impressed me about him yeah. in that film is I saw this interview where he talks about how he um, had to change his voice and he actually started imitating Sam Elliott. It's the, yeah, yeah. B- before they'd even gotten Sam Elliott yeah. to commit to the film, but he's like, this is who we imagined his big brother to be. Yeah. And that's why he wanted to use his voice as this character's voice, which I thought was amazing. And yeah. like the, the work, like the work he had to, as an actor, he had to put in. Oh, to do that. how to play the guitar and, you know, figure out how to sing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know what? I wouldn't, I would not he also be upset. directed it. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention. <laughs> I, w- I would not be upset to see her nominated. Uh, or her. She's nominated, right? Lady Gaga? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope she wins. She's great. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. I hope Lisa Aparicio wins, actually. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I won't I won't be upset if, if Gaga wins. I mean, Gaga was no. great. You know? She really was. She was good. It She's was like a role actor, for her. You know? So, uh, um, okay, now to our number one pick. Uh, are you already the number one? Yeah. Um, I don't we think are. so. Are you? 
Yeah, we yeah, are. Number one. Here we go. Best so thing we saw. It was, well, let's. Yeah, okay. We are. Sorry. The best thing we <laughs> saw, um, ironically enough, uh, on film this year. Non-biased opinion. Patriot. Patriot. Uh, and it's not just because I was in it. I honestly think it was the best thing overall. And it sustained its kind of allure and its mystery and its magic over nine hours, you know, and that is not a small thing. And you do in large part Michael Dorman, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, why he's not nominated for Emmys or Golden Globes or any of that bullshit, I will never know. Um, Personally, I'm not a big fan of awards because uh, they very often don't <clears throat> capture uh, what they think of as, you know, or what we think of as the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the whole supporting cast, you know, Kurtwood Smith, uh, Terry O'Quinn, Aliette Oppheim, Kathleen Monroe, Michael Chernus, the great Michael Chernus, uh, Julian Richings. Chris um, Conrad. Chris Conrad, who's an absolute kind of, uh, you know, ace up the sleeve comic presence, just astonishing. And every everybody in that cast. Salvatore. Yeah, uh, Sal- Selma, Antoine McKay. Paul Ray all day. Yeah. Um, so that, what was that, Tony? Tony? What, 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 Tony? Yeah, this big bald guy. Yeah. Whatever uh, his name is. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really am so proud to be part of it, and I think it was the best thing that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, films, uh, television, it, it doesn't matter. This was, I think, the, without a doubt, the best and most sustaining piece of entertainment. Do you, have you ever, do you ever get on Reddit? No, I don't. Okay, but I, my, I, my wife told me that Reddit, there's all kinds of stuff on Reddit. Well, I, I turned Max on, mm-hmm. on to the, there's a Patriot TV subreddit. And, uh, and it's just, you know, it's a small community of, ridiculously devout zealots yeah 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 they're all like why is nobody watching this show you know um you know and you know it seems like everybody's saying that and i do think everybody's watching it um so well i I think the hope is that uh well we hope we get a third season see what Uh, amazon does well the one thing we want amazon to know is that uh all of us Cannot wait to go back and continue our work, and we hope yeah. it happens. You know, but um, I this story deserves, yeah. And you know what? Amazon's been on a roll. They got us. They got Mrs. Maisel's, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, the Man in the High Castle, which a lot of people like a little more than I do, because it's just it, it's hard to keep track of all of it. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm not a John Krasinski fan, but I got to tell you, I like the the um, Jack Ryan. The Jack Ryan thing yeah. was very well done, and and yeah. largely because of all the guys who played bad yeah. guys in it. Oh, sure, it we brought up. Did you uh, watch it? I watched a couple episodes. It, it, the whole white savior thing and the Jack Ryan. I haven't series, seen I it. Yeah, but you know what? You I know what? Like, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't watch really it to appreciate. To. All of the uh, other thing. Hey, look, it was shot well. It was well acted. I, I thought John. Krasinski was great. I mean, like, 
that movie he yeah. made, the the horror film. About, oh, I heard that was oh, awesome. Uh, the uh, shut up, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah. The, whatever. You have to be quiet when I when <laughs> Please, movie. please be quiet. Or, it's, or it's, the monsters come and get it's, you. Be quiet or else. It's good. It's really good. And he did a great job directing. I mean, I'm a big. Fan, oh, but I just. I just, here's the thing. I'm just. And and I love Patriot. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I'm I'm just tired of watching stories about white dudes. Yeah, I'm tired. Why? You know, like you talk about um, glow. You know, women of different colors and different backgrounds. Yeah, that's a big thing. I love. Sure's amazing. There's this TV show on HBO called Insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that show. Fantastic, and it's it's basically it's about two. For a group of four yeah. black women in L.A. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a good show. It hands down the best soundtrack on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I well, mean, the music so is, is high I maintenance. Know. I mean, high HBO maintenance is doing a lot of right too. But again, you know? I should, yeah, I should, yeah. I, I actually should put them in my, in my, in my top. But you know, honestly, I just the movies kind of over, overrode the shows this year. Yeah, but um. High maintenance is amazing, and I'm that should just be an show. honorary thing. Like that's that's something we should watch every time. But we should move on to music, right? And, okay, and we should be kind of quick. We should just be. I'm gonna hey. just read you my top five. Well, no, 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 no. Let's 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 go. Well, Bax has got a so method. Let's go back. Okay, and forth. <laughs> let's go back. So, what's your fir- what's your first? My number one is uh, Nathaniel Rateliff. You know, the guy who a couple of years had kind of a novelty hit with uh, SOB, you know, Son of a Bitch, that song. Mm-hmm. Um, put out a record this year that was just deeply resonant and, and moving, and um, he, he's a remarkable songwriter, you know, and he's right in that vein of... Uh, what, what kind of music? He's kind of uh, insurgent, Americana, country... Full band. Rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, he wouldn't be out of place like on the same bill as the Mekons or okay. somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so I love that. Yeah. My pick, uh, number, yeah. Well, you guys would never like this album, but uh, it's a rapper named Playboy Cardi. Don't know him. His album is called Die Lit. Okay, and it was really—it's just a really funny. Sounds one. like a cheery little number. But it's a—it's fu- just a—it's just like a really like bouncy album. Mm-hmm. That's all I could say. And then like there's, he, he like That's he's one of those. One? He's one of no. It's not my number one. That's okay. why I named it. That's why I said it number one. It's just like so I I get it out of the way. I'm 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 frankly embarrassed that this is my top five, but. It was it was just a really good album. It was just something I kept listening to, and it was just like fun. It was just a fun, cool. uh, yeah, just we'll, a little we'll, like party like rap album. We'll okay. put a little snippet on all of these. Oh, okay, because okay. okay. we're because we're reviewing okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay, my, so we'll put a snippet on there. My next choice, yeah. uh, Jason Isbell and the Four Hundred Unit, put on a gorgeous record, um, and. Uh, Mostly on the way to one song. There's this song, uh, If We Were Vampires. And it's a lovely, beautiful lament on what if we could be immortal? What if we didn't, you know, have to die? And uh um but but it's it's kind of done in a really sensitive way and it just it reached me, you know. I mean, I guess becoming sixty years old and being closer to the end than the beginning kind of resonated with me this year. 
But that record really uh, kind of touched me. And I love his songs. Big fan. Nice. My next album, Grape Tooth. Yeah, I like Grape Tooth. They had a re- yeah. Fill me um, in. What's Grape Tooth? Uh, like okay, so uh, the the guy uh, Clay Frankel from Twin Peaks formed uh, a, a a side. I guess side what project. they call the side project. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. I mean, like. But this they're could, kind of blowing this up. This could be. I, mean, I feel like I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it's going for them. But I mean, this could be more than a side project yeah, for yeah. sure, we're, dude. We're, it's would, another I think musical project. I think they plan to do more. Yeah, sure, more sure. stuff. So is, it, is it a band? Like, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like there's a lot of like. Um, it's a lot of '80s new wave influence. So like they have a song that synthesizer sounds a lot like like dancing with myself from like Billy yeah. Idol and like but like also like disorder. From uh, there's there's some um, mashup stuff going on there from that Joy I like Division, a lot. you know, yeah. it, like like a lot, of, like there's a song that sounds exactly like that, and then um, just I don't know, just a lot of synth, like happy, uplifting, yeah, yeah. and then like yeah. sad, like you know, like and then like <laughs> like I'm hungover, like <laughs> like they have a song called Hangover Square, like there's yeah a lot of Smiths influence as well. It's good, man. It's I like. I'm a big '80s music guy, so I was I fell for it right away. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna love Knives and Skin, which is full of. Uh, oh, I 80s can't wait music. for that! I can't wait for that. My my next choice, Ike Riley, uh, Crooked oh. Love, and I was you know I was fortunate enough to uh, get to do the album cover for that record. It's and a it's beautiful a, cover. It's his best record since uh, Salesman and Racist from 2004, and that's saying something. Um, by the way, Ike is playing uh, St. Patrick's Day, the Ike Riley assassination at uh, Lincoln Hall. So I am definitely going to go to that. Awesome. Get your dancing shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next album, uh, Quarter Thing by Joey Perp. I'm not familiar with Mr. Perp. I am not familiar with Mr. Perp. He's uh, part of like the, you know, the, the Save Money Collective there. And, okay. Uh, Oh, and and uh, and uh, he, yeah, he's he is like on the top of his game right now, rap wise, and uh, it's just, I think it's the best rap album this year. So wow. that's all I gotta say. What's his name again? Joey Perp. And Joey what's the record? Perp. Uh, quarter thing. Quarter. Thing. One one word. So like, has he played Chicago? Oh yeah, yeah, play? yeah, yeah. So um, like what venues would he? Play? I I think he played Talia Hall recently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, he he. I put, you know, uh, he started as like a duo. Uh, I I made the, you know, Kami. Yeah. His album, yeah. his album was in my top five last, last year. year. Yeah. They started out as a duo called Leather Corduroys, and they kind of made noise together there, and they've kind of just been doing their solo thing. But his album's pretty huge, man. I mean, like independent wise, and like uh, Pitchfork rated it really high like 8.3 out of 10 that's cool and he's i mean out of all those save money guys like chance vic him whatever what have you he's the best right now he's the best lyrics wise he's that's the best that's saying a lot yeah my next choice is uh uh sarah borges boston uh singer songwriter yeah Put out a record this year called Love's Middle Name. And we were all fortunate to hang out with her at Chris Batts uh, 
for some barbecue. Yes, right? we were. There was a barbecue. We oh yeah, barbecue. that's right. We had some was, barbecue at your place. Was it barbecue or chili? What, what? I don't remember. It was no, he made gumbo. He made gumbo. gumbo. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and that was, was very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was cool. I like she that. Made a, and she made a marvelous record. She comes back and always plays the American Music Festival at Fitzgerald's or City Winery and so underrated and uh, yeah, so so worthy of a uh, wider audience. I hope people check it out. My next, okay. Uh, my sister put me onto this one and I was actually like in need of a, a fifth pick, but also it was just like, I genuinely really love this album. Uh, Santa Gold. Uh, I don't want the gold fire sessions or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just so good. It's just so beautiful. She's got such a beautiful voice. She's. You guys know Santa Gold? I don't know. Uh, I've overheard it. I, I'm I'm not familiar though. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, electronic, like really mm-hmm. just beautiful voice. That's all. Cool. <laughs> That's all I can really say. Yeah. Give it a listen. <laughs> my my number one uh, was the Tom Petty compilation that they were released this year, and um, they we're letting you, know, you slide on that one. And you know what? They <laughs> we're letting uh, you slide. They that song, uh, uh, "Keep a Little Soul," that he left off so many records when he was alive. Yeah, turned out to be a runaway hit, and um. When you when you take a good long look at the whole catalog of Tom Petty, over forty years, he wrote some of the most resonant American rock and roll songs hit after out there. Hit Absolutely, hit. and hit you never machine. caught him. You never caught him resting on his laurels. You never caught him standing still. Everything from uh, the soundtrack to um, what was it? She's the one. I don't, I don't remember. You know, it was the movie with... Uh, he he did a soundtrack for this movie, and there were a bunch of hits on it. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was She's the One. It was an independent yeah. Ed, Ed, Byrne, mm-hmm. Ed Byrne movie. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. Um, to, you know, Wildflowers, to yeah. uh, Walls, to... Yeah, he, he just, Damn the Torpedoes. Yeah. yeah. I You're mean, really sliding on this he's, one. No, man. no, he's really uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, had a, a, a deeply resonant career. It makes me miss him more. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. But we did get a lot of great music out of him. You know, oh, I mean, no thank kidding, God, man. you know. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thankful for that. So, Max, what, what was your number one, buddy? It wasn't really my number one. It was just kind of like what I what I just put um, uh, and, and just like kind of saved for last. Uh this new MGMT album, Little Dark Age, hmm. it was Whoa. good. It was really good. What'd it's not my number it? one album of the year, though. Like, I, yeah, like, I, 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 I don't like want, MGMT. like, I don't want to, like, yeah, yeah. I, They're a Brooklyn outfit. This was put on by my buddy Cody. I was like, dude, I'm looking for like kind of music to kind of wrap up 2018, and I can't, I, like, I can't think of anything. And he's like, did you hear that MGMT album? He goes, you should have listened to that. And I was like, okay. I've liked him since Electric Field. He goes, Field, he, goes you know? he goes, he goes, yeah, they came back. He goes, because I guess they made a few dud albums or something. I don't know. I didn't keep track of them. Well, so. they're they're in a very weird niche. In uh, yeah, but I gave this music. a listen. I mean, are are they electronica? Are they, uh, you know, 
trip hop? Are they trip, what? You, did you, you just know. make that? Up? No, no. I mean, you know, they they can be kind of. Uh, are they trippy stick? Uh, classical? <laughs> no, no. They're, they're trip hop is a term. Yeah, Max. yeah. It is. Don't don't. Yeah, it is youngin. Are they you know? barbershop hot dog? Uh, <laughs> no, no, they're just they're, trip hop is a thing. What right? I'm saying is uh, that okay. they're as hard to quantify as a band like Massive Attack, sure, or Mazzy Star, or one of those <laughs> outfits. Yeah, and I'm 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 fond of bands like that because I I think one of the marks of a really great artist is their ability to defy type. When they think you're one thing, yeah. uh, you do something else, and then they realize you're you're more than that, you know. So yeah, I mean, they just, it's just a it's just a good body of work on this album, and I think that's what they I think that's what they were lacking for a long time. Apparently, yeah. I, like I don't know, I don't like I just didn't keep track of them, but um, it makes me want to dig in and investigate. But this album was awesome. I think people should listen to it. I'll tell you <laughs> what I'm, I'm looking forward to is I'm hearing TV on the radio is going to put out a yeah. new, new album pretty soon. I love them. So anyway, that yeah, that was our favorites for uh, 2018. We reconsidered, we rethought it, and uh, now that it's March, no, no, <laughs> yeah. now, that now, it's now you the know. The end of February, we've uh, we've reached our decision. Yeah, now you know. You know okay. Hey, we've been busy. <laughs> All right, that's Max and Tony for our 68th podcast. Yeah, 68th. Yeah, 68th. Wow. Yeah. We last kid. You know what the next out. episode is? Sixty nine. Exactly. Wow. We got sixty nine. We got to make that episode immature. Sixty nine. The two can't chew number. Kid, take us out. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Max and Patrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 68th episode. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer, next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions. Chris Bad. Home of the Max and Tony Show. Who, by the way, is got another exciting project. Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up, guys. Hey, just wanted to let you know, uh, Max and Tony Show listeners, that I also do The Vault Podcast. It is a cannabis uh, podcast I do with former... About Reefer. About Reefer. About uh, with former NFL player uh, Justin Staples. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the vault underscore podcast. I'm smoking pot. Ooh, hoo, hoo. sick. You know, gooped uh, up on gop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. We are currently showing Nostalgia by Deal. Yeah. And a group show in the dime, which with, would be really good. With your dad, Tony Fitzpatrick, Yulia Kuznetsova, Nate Otto, Jared Jocelyn, Jessica Jocelyn, and Max Hasselberger. That looks like a, like a family show, pretty much. And if you want to catch up on old episodes or iTunes or iCloud, burning questions. Sound no. Well, you could go there, but go to the MaxandTonyShow.com. There you go. Yeah, God forbid we do pay for that. <laughs> yes. Sorry, kid. <laughs> and then tune in next time for episode 69. <laughs>